After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. That is a tycoon sent that in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Thanks for sending in the instrumentals, man. Pumped. I'm excited for it. Uh, Some big news, Gene. Um, So here's some uh, new shows that I have. Okay. I have added some shows. For people that don't know, the Chicago shows have been sold out for a minute, the ones in April. So we added a Chicago show. Uh, June 2nd at the Chicago Theater. Those are on sale right now. Um, you can get those at tomscurra.com slash tour. Here's what's going up this week. New. Uh, we added a second show in Richmond, Virginia, June 13th. We added a second show in Hanover, Maryland, June 14th. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, people were hitting me up why that show was canceled. It was really that I... Um, just had to switch venues. I don't know, something promoter-based or whatever. It's the same day that it was. It's June 27th. But if you had tickets, they refunded the tickets, and now the show is available. So that's June 27th. June 30th, we added a second show in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm very excited about that. And then new show announcements, Foxwoods in Connecticut, August 9th, and Hampton Beach, New Hampshire, August 10th. A whole bunch of shows, more than 25 plus cities, are coming in a few weeks. They will first go out on the mailing list. If you haven't signed up, TomSegura.com. You click on the tour page, you get a prompt, throw in your email. You will have access to the tickets before social media, before the general public. Uh, That's going to be all the shows that I've been asked about. Minneapolis, New York, LA, Austin, on and on and on. All the Canadian dates will be on that. That's coming in a few weeks. And uh, yeah, just go to TomSegura.com slash tour. Gene? First of all, I would like to thank all the Denver mommies who came out this oh, past yeah. weekend so strong. It was big time. This year was big time. Overwhelming. It was amazing. Thank you guys so much. 
And the Ride or Die Tour moves right along. Uh, first of all, get your Ride or Die t-shirts. I did not bring them with me, but they're shirts uh, at merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. Yeah. February 23rd, West Siloam Springs, Oklahoma at the Cherokee Casino. February 28th through March 2nd, Madison, Wisconsin at the Comedy Club on State. April 4th through 6th, Minneapolis, Minnesota at the Acme Comedy Club. May 10th and 11th, Tempe at the Arizona Tempe Improv. May 31st through June 1st, Sperm Bank, Flippers Comedy Club. June 20th through 22nd, Madison, uh, Madison, Washington Dickcom. Why did I even say that? Washington Dickcom at the Dickcom Improv. Tickets, Christina P. Online. Thank you. Um, I should mention, because people have asked me about uh, next week, there's a uh, there's basically single seats um, for those late shows. So that's uh, uh, in Pittsburgh, Cincy, and Cleveland, DC. There might be like some single seats. There's not group seating. So so if you're you a loner, go to those shows. Yeah, you can go to those shows for sure. Cool, um, you can meet some cool people. And then a lot of people seem to miss that the uh, the late shows in like Madison and Milwaukee and Nashville in April. You can still get some tickets to those, but they'll fill up, they'll go, but you, but you can get them now. Um, and then I've been asked a lot about Florida. Uh, I am coming to Florida. I have uh, the Tam- Tampa, M- no, Tampa? The Tampa Theater on um, March, I think it's 7th and 8th. And then people keep asking about South Florida. All I have right now is the Hard Cock, the Hard Rock. Uh, the com- Hard Cock Comcino. Yeah, the Seaman Hole Hard Cock Comcino. Uh, and that's March 9th. Um, but that's the the theater there at the. Uh, that's a new thing. They, yeah, well, they, they rebuilt they it. They rebuilt the whole thing. They spent a fortune doing it. Um, but they, I'm excited uh, to go. I'm excited. To, I, to I love go. that place. Remember they used to have that ridiculous Italian restaurant. Oh yeah. And they play like hardcore with the guy techno flexing. music. Yeah, so weird. And it was Such. so loud in there, you could barely eat because of the anxiety of the the music. So and weird. And they turned the lights down. You couldn't see your fucking plate. That's Disco a Disco ball came out. But I'm excited to be back and see the new. It's like you I, know. I hope they tore down that fucking restaurant. I think now the hotel is supposed to be in the shape of a guitar. Oh, God. Yeah. Like like the (laughs) rooms are up in a guitar. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, It's extreme fun. That place is a machine, man. I know. It's just like $50 minimum blackjack tables. It's just like it's, yeah. Okeechobee. Is that Okeechobee Road? No, it's actually, (laughs) well, it might be on off Okeechobee Road. Right, the exit of the freeway. It's technically, I guess, Hollywood, Florida. It's close to Fart Lauderdale. Yeah. um, But it's, you know, it's that area. Yeah. I want to also point out that our good friend, wonderful comedian who will be with me this weekend uh, as I go to Long Beach, Santinez, and Reno, uh, Josh Potter will be on the shows with me. (laughs) And... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So Josh will be (laughs) opening those shows. You'll notice... That I uh, <laughs> I didn't promote those when I was promoting my shows. They're all sold out. Oh but, my um, god! I will be uh, 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 yeah at the shows. Josh is opening every show. He's going to be doing his own show at the Improv Lab March twenty second. Doors are at nine thirty. You can get tickets now. Listen, there's a reason I brought this guy to all these cities. Um, so go to uh, I guess you probably his. Um, uh, his Twitter page, right? At is it J underscore Potter? Is that right? Yep. Yep. J at J underscore Potter on Twitter. 
Get tickets. It's going to be Friday, March 22nd. 9.30 show. Very excited for the you guys to see. The Improv Lab. The Improv Lab, yeah. And he'll be there. And uh, it's a great show. Believe me, it's a, it's a really great show. So uh, get tickets to that. All right. Um, Gina, are you ready to start the show? I'm really ready. Let's uh, let's do it, man. Let's have some fun here. Let's get started. This lady. Yeah, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Why you got your pussy out? <laughs> Why you got it out? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Well, welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. see that many pussies out you don't i've seen a lot of dicks out that's true i've I seen have. i've seen a couple um pussies but mostly you see dicks out yeah yeah it's a not really a common choice for women it's it's, it's very uncommon why you got your pussy out yeah. yeah yeah for those of you just just listening to the show you should be actually watching us on youtube and subscribing to our channel yes and for people that um used to just subscribe and they're wondering where the clips are we we put it on its own it's on its own feed so you can subscribe to the uh your mom's house clips is it yeah yeah uh ym youtube.com slash ymh clips slash ymh clips and that's if you just want to see highlights and if you want to uh uh if you want to to uh get the um the show obviously it's still your mom's house podcast podcast is that right? Um, it's uh, for those of you. So anyway, for those of you just listening, that woman was comp. She was driving past another lady who was just sitting in a chair on the side of the road, uh, wearing nothing from the waist down, and she did in fact have her pussy out. She did, yeah. Why you got your pussy out? Yeah, yeah. Now it's an yeah. interesting. Tra- oh, she's got the three stripe Adidas jacket though. In the oh chair. yeah, <laughs> yeah. She does. Huh. Yeah. You know. You know how sometimes you see stuff on the street and it sticks with you for years and years? Yeah. Remember that time we were looking at lofts in downtown LA? Yeah. And we looked down the alleyway. Yeah. And there was a homeless man just leaning up against the wall. Taking a shit. Yeah, taking a shit. And But you think about how- We were just driving around. Just glassing. (laughs) Yeah. And we, we saw it. Yeah. But you think about how rare and special it was that we both looked at the same time and we both got to see the actual pooping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody seemed that bothered by Nobody it. Nobody did. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't hidden, really. No, it was daylight. Yeah. It's middle of the day. Yeah. Taking a shit. And yeah. you can rent that loft right by this guy taking his shit. Downtown LA is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's parts of it now, like that south area, where which is basically the, the neighborhood by the Staples Center, which yeah. is like really 
blown up, but there's still some pretty crazy shit downtown yeah. LA. Well, there's the, is the Igloo Village still down there where all the homeless people yeah, live? Yeah, if there's and... a real problem in downtown LA, you know, and the know. toy district. Oh, that's honestly. nasty as hell, too. Fuck, man. Fuck all that. It's so expensive, too. You pay yeah. a fortune to live amongst all that garbage. I mean, to live like, there? Fuck all that, it's, man. It's, yeah. Anyways, I'm so, I missed you. I was gone. I was in Momver. Yeah. Um, but I got to, I forgot how cool humanity was. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. Like, I, um, I was sitting waiting to board my flight, and there was a gentleman. Uh, like reading a newspaper next to me and then about every two minutes he would just go oh yeah and I'm like he's not spitting like he's just horking yeah and now every time I look at him like are you for real like we're gonna do this again in two minutes and then again I'm like what What are you doing it's gross it's so gross and then another gentleman on my flight was reading and then he had a pair of eyeglasses and then on top of the glasses another pair of glasses in public double glass the (laughs) double bird yeah what is that about have you ever seen that one i've seen the double glasses before yeah i think it's just cheap i think they're being cheap (laughs) i think that guy knows that if he wears the two glasses together it works out to be the prescription he needs So he's just like, I'll just wear the two that I got instead of going and getting the proper glasses. Right. I mean, I'm, I've never bought those bifocals at mm-hmm. the Rite Aid. Yeah. But I imagine buying like Rite Aid vision glasses, reading glasses. Yeah. It's probably not good. Yeah, probably not. Like I could probably hurt your eyes more than help, right? Um, um, I don't know. I just think that like some people are always looking for the, the way around. Like the, that dude should just around. go to the ophthalmologist. And yeah get the test and just fucking get the glasses you need. Right. You can spend a hundred dollars to get your yeah, vision. But he's like, but I got these for $4. <laughs> okay. Well, it's only your eyes. And you only look crazier than shit. <laughs> for your, yeah. two, one, two, one, two, two, one, two. It's no. a, it just astounds me how people behave in public. You now. were telling me about, it reminded me so much of that time we were at the movies Yeah. and there's a guy sitting right behind me and the, in, for the duration of a 90 minute film, he had a toothpick yeah. in his mouth and he would go. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like on a oh four God. second cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be like, you fucking piece of shit. Of course. And he was an older guy and I just had just visions. Wait a minute. Of, of murder and assault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's always older guys. Yeah, he was older. And so are the other two yeah. people I'm referring they to. They don't give a fuck. They anymore. don't give a fuck. And they're not trying to get laid. Yeah. And that's why they don't care. Freedom, liberté. Yep. Like Terry. Like Terry doesn't give a fuck. And also, I fucking hate when you're sitting on the airplane and then the guy next to you has shaky leg. Yeah. I grab someone's leg. He's shut up. Yeah. I've dreamt of doing that. I grab someone's leg. I've dreamt. And it was it a was, stranger. Yeah. It was it was the seat behind me, and he was doing his. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> and he, but then he started to pick it up. He was clearly running through a song in his head. And I just reached around and grabbed no. it. Yeah. <laughs> Shut I up. I swear to God. What did he do? He goes, I'm sorry. Oh my God. I've dreamed of that. Like get, get a fucking hold of yourself, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand it's hard to sit still on a flight, but you're not a toddler. You're a fucking adult. Oh yeah. No, this was like a 35 year old man. Yeah. Hold it together, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Have a drink. Chill out like everybody else. I mean, the only thing worse than a foot tap and leg shaker. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Whistler. I hate public Whistlers. Yeah. I hate it. 
Yeah. It, I see red. I um red. People who who got my Ugh. second album, uh White Girls with Cornrows. Yeah. Can hear an an incident that we captured and we left on there where I guess a guy was whistle cheering. Oh boy. But I I thought he was just whistling. Right. So he's going like and I go, who the fuck is whistling right now? Oh my and God. I kind of lose my shit. Yeah, good go, for Stop you. Stop fucking whistling. Well, it turns out that the guy was Mexican. Oh, okay. And he was also a trained fighter. Oh, no. So he reached out to me like a long time later. He was like, that's me. That's just how like we, you know, clap basically. Oh, it's his cultural yeah. whatever. And then I was like, yeah, yeah. Cause I remember I was like threatening to kill him and stuff. <laughs> and then he was like, whoops. yeah, I'm like a black belt and all this. I was like, oh, so oh, you definitely whoops. would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the other thing where they're like, the guy was whistling and I looked and he was in a wheelchair and he had to blow into a straw <laughs> to move. And then you felt like an ass. That was That's his way of cheering. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. That's what yeah. I thought we were talking about. No. No. Yeah, I hate everybody. It just reaffirmed my fucking hatred. Fucking gross. And then um I, I hate whistlers. I hate it. I just had I one. Hate it. I was just I hate at the, the gym or and then there's Ugh, a guy so rude. changing clothes and as he's in there he's like Ugh. It's like do you really think that this that everyone here right now yeah is enjoying cuz you're either oblivious or you're doing it to upset. Don't give me this shit where like, well, that's how I enjoy my day. Fuck you, man. I like Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, he's no, whistling. No one's trying to hear you sing and no. whistle. But it is singing. It's essentially like, would you be comfortable singing? Okay, how about this? If you're John Legend, you go ahead and sing for all right. of us. Because that's a really nice voice. Right. The rest of you get fucked. Yeah, no one's go trying fuck to your hear mom. you fucking sing, man. I, I agree. It's very rude. It's very, uh, it's what birds do to mark their territory. It's a totally aggressive, yeah. passive aggressive move. It is pass. It's it is it is claiming the space. It is dominating and making it mine. I really don't appreciate that. Yeah. And then also because I when I go to cold climates, there's always always the um, the overweight guy wearing a t-shirt and shorts, and it's like snowing. Yeah. And it's his badge of honor. Yeah. That he's yeah. like a fat guy in sh- in t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. And then he has to bust my chops for having the audacity to wear a winter coat. Oh, of course. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> is it really that cold? I got one of those. I'm like, well, yeah, it, could, it is for me. No, it's uh, I'm that sorry. Guy, that guy always wants to shame you. He's yeah. like, well, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not that cold. Is it really uh, winter coat weather? There's that guy. And then there's also the guy that makes me crazy who... um for some reason, always questions what you're eating somewhere. Oh, so there's right. a guy who's like, soup, you know? <laughs> or, right? or he's like, yeah. salad. And you're like, yeah. yeah. Might as well be a, a bowl of dicks. Yeah, why? Like, big old homo. Why are you worried about what I'm eating? Yeah. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna chicken salad? Uh-huh. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they're like, well, that's weird. Like, how's it weird? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's but it's like it doesn't affect you. Just like your coat doesn't. Why? Yeah. What do you else. care? And and oh, I'm sorry. So you're saying I should, I should be cold and suck it up so that you can be proud of me. Yeah. And you're like he's suffering. Let you suffer. I don't want to fucking suffer. No, I know. And it, it usually is like a 300 pound guy. Right? Oh, always. Like, yeah, like, and it's it's cold as shit out. And he's got the he's like, shorts I'm not cold. on. You're, you're never cold. No, you're never cold. You've got a natural. Yeah, you're kind of built like a walrus. So. <laughs> 
You never get cold, man. I God understand. damn it. And it's always in the coldest places they shame you for it. It's like a, did, is it a competition in cold climates, Tom? Absolutely. It is. Absolutely. It must yes. be, surely. It's a competition for how cold it gets. It's a competition um, for like how little of a layer you need. It becomes a thing. You know? Yeah. Like when yeah. you grew up in Ohio. Absolutely. And stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what happens is like, then, you know, even girls would do it too. I, I would go on a date with a girl from Ohio and I'm in DC and then, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'm cold. Like you're cold. Like, Well, yeah. Why are you cold? I don't know. Cause my body's reacting to it being cold. (laughs) And then she's like, this isn't cold. It's always like, like you don't know cold. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I'm a big old sissy. You you call this rain? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's falling out of the sky. I know. It's wet. This isn't really rain. Yeah, it's okay. so funny. People are so weird about that. The coldest I've ever been, though, was in Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah. You ever done Anchorage yet? I have never done Anchorage. I did it in January, like years ago. That sounds pretty bad. It was so terrible. And the sun never, doesn't come out till later. Yeah. So it was like a Sunday morning and people going were going to church. It was, you know, 10 in the morning and pitch blackout. It was so crazy. I've had some, I've been, I've been in uh, Winnipeg in February. That's yeah. really cold. That's terrible. Um, Calgary too, Minneapolis. Those oh, all yeah. get like fucking freezing. Yeah. Well, you just wore like a like a thin thing on, right? You don't <laughs> yeah. wear a jacket. No, I was like, I'm a guy. <laughs> I'm tough. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if it's thirty below zero. <laughs> That's so weird. I'm not a chick. Yeah. No, no. I um yeah. I definitely Jesus Christ. I definitely will will bundle up. In cold weather, I'll sit by a heater. I don't give a shit about any of that. Yeah, don't shame me for that. I'm no. LA, bro. Now, I will say, you know, you're pretty mentally ill when it comes to... To warmth? Yeah. Well, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. But I grew up in LA, and it's generally pretty warm here. Yeah. I like it. I do like the thermostat to be 76 or above in the room. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know... Feels that feels good. It's why people divorce. That's yeah. <laughs> not. Yeah. No, it's not. It, you make We're, it pretty uncomfortable. Because I noticed when I, I left town, I had it at seventy-seven, and then when I came back, it was down to seventy-three, which I found appalling. Well, do you realize that for like a comfortable room temperature, <laughs> the majority of people don't feel like seventy-seven <laughs> is perfect. Is nice. <laughs> and I still wear a sweater in the room. Yeah. And at seventy-seven, yeah. I like it. No, I think I think you I think you have a lot of problems. I think I think you should go get a physical. I think I do have some kind of low. What is that? Low testosterone. That's AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think's wrong with? I'm serious. I don't know. Something's wrong with you though. You think I have like a blood disorder? Sure. I do yeah. get. I'm I'm normally cold all the time. Yeah, something's wrong with you. <laughs> Maybe I just know like no metabolism or something. It's possible. When I was younger, like in my 20s, I would be cold all the time, but then I would have sweats. Like I would be cold and sweaty. Jesus. I know. So weird. That's odd. I don't know. Um, We were talking about, and I'm really excited that uh, <laughs> I'm going to celebrate this year yeah. my 40th birthday. And I'm really excited. I know. We were discussing options to yeah. celebrate. You're finally going to be 40. I know. After I've been 40. I know. For a decade. For a decade now. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to join the club. It's so awesome. You're going to love really it. I'm really pumped. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, I was, we were in the car on the way over, and I'm like, "Well, what are we gonna do to celebrate your birthday?" Tom's not a big party guy, so I know I know that the surprise party or the party is probably not true, right? Out. Yeah. And then what did you say? Well, I know there's a couple <laughs> um, like really cool car places, like experiences, right? Racetracks, and so I was like, "Oh, that would be super fun." For my 40th to get like a group of friends together and mm-hmm. we go and like hit a track and just, you know, like just do it like that. I thought that would be a fun way to do it. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 then, <laughs> and then who is like the most perfect dream crusher? Go ahead. Take over. No, I didn't mean to crush your dreams. I just went. So can I come to your 40th birthday or this is just like your uh, your alone time? <laughs> Is there's a way I could participate in your 40th? Is right. what I'm saying? And I didn't. What I was saying was, <laughs> no. No. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. I kind of cool. wanted it to be hardcore fun. Right. You know? Right. Without um, the old battle axe there telling yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, don't drive fast. Yeah, exactly. I know how you're going to be. You're going to be like, oh, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. So that's what I was just trying to make sure that, it's it, was, cool. that it was still actually going to be fun. He's really not inviting me to his 40th, which is crazy. You should have heard him in the car. He was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was thinking like, you know, my friends, we could all go down on the racetrack. Hardcore fun. And I was like, that sounds cool. (laughs) Yeah, but what I was thinking was like. (laughs) Yeah, what were you thinking? Well, I was thinking I would celebrate having fun with my friends. Uh Uh-huh. And then afterwards I'd see you and be like, hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And you and I could share a chili dog or something. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? So do you think that my my driving idea is that bad? No, not. I'm seriously, I, I'm not tr- crushing your dream. I uh-huh. think you should go have fun with yeah. your friends. But, but I'm just wondering if there's an idea where I like I could celebrate with you, too. I don't know. Like, but what should I do then? Not do. You're saying. No, do, I'm not saying not do your dreams. Do the additional. I uh, do an additional. Thing. Right. <laughs> One that your wife and children could participate in, maybe. That doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> So I should, should I be like, oh, you know what? For this year, I just want to make sure I don't have fun. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. There was this time I'll never forget, Tommy. Yeah. We were flying. You were, you were opening for Russell Peters and we were flying over yes. to London together. This yes. is in 2010. 10. Yeah. And we were sitting and we we're the, the stewardess puts down our food and we both get our meals at the same time. And then you finish eating. Yeah. I'm still, I'm like halfway through mine, but you're finished. And then you just go up and you put your headphones on and you just start watching a movie. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, right, I'm right next to you. And I go, um, can you talk to me a little while I'm still eating my meal? Or... Yeah, but I was done. <laughs> right. Right. So what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, just keep me company. But you have a TV too. Yeah. You can't just but watch I, the TV. I'd rather talk. I mean, we, not the whole, you know, eight hour flight or whatever, yeah. but just while I was eating, it would be nice to make some polite conversation, you know? Nah. <laughs> so how much are you going to try to railroad my birthday plans? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going to rail. What do you mean railroading? <laughs> I'm just wondering if there's a way that I could do something maybe after with you. But didn't we say that right afterwards? We're like, oh yeah, we'll go do like, you know, husband wife thing. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if that was on your agenda. Cause yeah. your first thought was like, I got to get out of here. I got to go 
have the, fun the friends yeah. yeah and i'm like oh okay for my birthday i was just a little concerned that i wasn't a part of your well you're not a part of the fun part sure like the fun part happens sure. with my friends right right that's fine and then afterwards when i'm like Ugh, you know <laughs> then i'll see the when you you're guys. like fuck yeah then i'll be like yeah happy birthday yeah 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 with my wife and kids cool thanks should we go what are we gonna do for that part i don't know maybe if you guys could just like chill out go away yeah and go to sleep let me just fucking enjoy my day and stop bothering me <laughs> that is so rude <laughs> you guys are the worst you want me just to throw you the remote control and like a beer and be like bye and dad if, yeah and if, leave you alone here's the, all right here's the perfect turning day. into al bundy i just thought of the perfect day yeah i go to the track with my friends <sighs> Yeah, we do some laps. You know, we have a couple drinks. Get ripped. Yeah, we get ripped, and then I come home. You happy birthday? And there's like a cake. You guys, we do the candles, blow out the candles, and then you and the kids leave. <laughs> yep. And then like a week later, you guys come back. And you go, how was your birthday week? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds like a happy fortieth to me. You know what I mean? That's terrible. That's true. You're going to be sad one day. Hardcore fun? Babe. I want to have fun. No, I'm I'm excited to... Um, yeah, I, I haven't even really... I kept, I kept waiting to turn 40. I know. It's like every year. It's like how many goddamn years I have to wait. Everybody I know is at least 40-something. Yeah, and I feel though I feel like you've been a 40-year-old man your whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I, that too. You were born 40. I think you've been waiting to grow into this age your yeah. whole existence. Yeah. And now that you're finally going to be that grouchy 40 something, it's going to be so awesome for you. Yeah. Like, you know how there are actors that have just always been old as fuck? Like, there's never right. a young. I'm going to really come into myself. Be Arthur or when whatever. When I'm like 50. Yeah. When I'm 50, I'm going to be like, I'm myself. Perfect. Yeah. Like, you know, Josh Flagg from um, the real estate show that we watch? What Million is dollar listing. Million. Josh Flagg is like you. Like, he's as older oh yeah 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 soul and he's yeah. meant to be 40 from the he's going to be like the raddest old jewish guy who sells real estate he needs to be 60 though to, 60 to go to, into to be in his el to element fit yeah. in that personality that's true yeah like you were a kind of a sucky 20 something you God. weren't good at being like 23 or 25 you're you. you were always older i wasn't but good that's at why it. i married you yeah yeah all right so what? So now it's. What all, do you think would be fun on my birthday? Uh, for you? Yeah. Pretty much your scenario. Leave me alone. Close the curtains. <laughs> you forgot that part of like make it dark and yeah. cold. Turn down the thermostat. Close the blinds. Yeah. Yeah. Throw me a sandwich. Turn on the football game. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Don't talk to me. Let me get my underwear. This I'm smiling ear to ear. I know. No. And then let me watch my serial killer shows. Yeah. I know, because now you're into Ted Bundy. That's the new one. Well, they, Netflix put out the uh, four-part uh, little miniseries. And then there's a new Zac Efron movie uh, where he plays Ted Bundy. Zac Efron? Zac Efron. Isn't he like a Disney actor, like kind yeah. of sweet? Yeah, he's playing now, Bundy. Now, let me ask you, because you're quite an aficionado on serial killers. Is I'm there... really not, though. When you talk to like a real... Some of the people that really know, I just watch crime shows. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm wondering, like, how much more can you learn about your soulmate, Ted Bundy? Soulmate. Come on. Your new comedy series you're into. They really made him look bad. <laughs> okay. They, uh -huh. they really Why? just didn't feel that balanced. 
The, oh, is it fake fake news? Mm, could be. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you. I don't like that. Like, I don't know why you're watching this crap right before you go to bed. Like, you know that it's not a good thing before you sleep to fill your head full of garbage and <laughs> violence and like. You watch all violence and bad things. You know, he, you go to he sleep. He's a fucking oof, man. Yeah, he was really violent. He's a cool guy. He's one of the coolest. Yeah, he was so violent. What did he, I don't even do? I want to know. Bundy targeted women. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah. So we think for sure thirty, um, but probably Blondes? more. No, brunettes. Oh, thank God. Usually brunettes, but. He uh, he claimed that he did it in six states, but I think the you know they focus mostly on Washington, Utah, and Florida. All weird states. Yeah, but he says that he also killed people in uh, Idaho, California, California, all weird yeah. states, somewhere else. Um, wow! No, you're a huge fan of his. I'm for... not a fan of his. No, I'm not a fan of his. An admirer, may I say? No, you've been not talking about him a lot. Because yeah, the, the the Netflix series is like a a big thing right now. Yeah, yeah. I do know. I do. I've seen him because he's attractive. Good looking guy. He's probably one of the hotter serial killers. Yeah, if you want to put that out there. Yeah. Sure. Um, the other ones I've seen are not as cute. They're yeah. They're they're really they're usually not cute. Right. Yeah. They and he's very articulate. Crazy. Too. Yeah. Bright guy. Oh, I know. He he represented himself in court. I've heard that. Not a good decision. Right. But um, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was. He didn't have any money. So he was um, appointed uh, public defenders who actually were legitimately trying to get him off um, and, and actually for being public defenders, you know, at least knew the law and how it worked and yeah. had a pretty like a decent strategy. Yeah. But he was way too much of a narcissist to accept their thoughts and opinions. Right. So he kept sabotaging the whole thing. That's crazy. Yeah, he he is why he's definitely the reason why he got the death penalty is is his fault. His own defense. Yeah, his own bad defense. Mm -hmm. uh, interesting. So he liked br uh, brunettes. Well, he targeted them usually. I mean, there might have been a blonde or two, but most of them were brunettes. And so. how does he get them? Well, um, you know, in the Florida State case, he just broke into a sorority house and beat them to death. But like hmm. normally, he would. Um, he would do this thing where uh, he would wear a sling on his arm and then uh, be like, can you help me like load this into my car? Like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. That's yeah. what that's what he did to lure his victims. Is it Buffalo Bill? Yeah. He went, oh, excuse me, can you help me put the couch in that truck? And then... Mm, she's a great big fat person. a great big fat person. Yeah. And then Frederica Bimmel. Yeah. Was, what was her name? She was the Hannah, American girl. And then she's, she's like listening to that song. And mm. now whenever I hear that song, I think of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, oh, okay, I'll help you. And then, <coughs> bam. Now, but if you watch that movie closely, she has a moment of hesitation. Yeah. Well, there's a woman in the documentary series <coughs> that got away from him. Can you Good. imagine? Good. But like, in her looking back now, you know, she looks back and realizes how close she was. How did he to, try to get her? The sling? I don't remember, uh, I don't remember God if, damn he, it. if he told her if it was the sling or not, but he got her into the car and he tried to handcuff her and she pulled away. I think she even had a Good handcuff girl. on her and she like fought like hell. Good girl. Scrapped and uh, ran away and, and she got away from him. But, you know, she obviously knew what he looked like, knew what he was driving. Yeah. You know, she 
But she's the one. She's the one that got Only away. one? Yeah. See, this is why I'm rude to strangers mm-hmm. or just shut off to strangers. Well, I know. I actually yeah. thought about you a lot because, yeah. you know, he would say things. He would go to the, he would say, hey, uh, can you help me carry this stuff? Nope. And then it's the woman who's like, sure. And no. carries and then he shoves her in the car, beats no. her with a crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's a thing called stranger danger that they yeah. taught us in the no, 80s. No, you're the, you're the person who'd be like, no, I can't fucking help you carry yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Stop looking at me. Don't yeah. talk to me. Yeah. But, you know, we have to encourage girls, young girls and women to be less accommodating. I know. And to be a little scrappy. Don't fucking talk to me, bro. Don't look at yeah, me. There's no, you can't. I'm not fucking helping you with nothing. There's a type that I would say went along and they were generally just like nice nice girls yeah can't the, be nice dude the nice people would be like yeah i'll help you no nice can i tell you how i usually go out in public mm-hmm. sunglasses on even indoors i'm even the, indoors yeah it's sometimes in the grocery store line like don't look at me don't fucking talk to me this is just to keep the ted just bundy's bu- away bu- 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 bye yeah no push, push yeah push, push, push. bye felicia not even looking at you yeah yeah, dude, don't even talk to me, bro. I don't want to fucking he talk tells to a, you. He tells a story. I'm going to teach our kids um, that too. Antisocial. Good. When he was, he finally confessed to the murder. He denied him for years and years and years. And he, and he confessed to them like two days before he was executed. Really? Yeah. And so he, he's he's telling the story about how he got this one girl in his car. And he did the sling thing. and, and Smart guy. I guess she had like come to, he knocked her out and she came to and she's like, are you the, uh, are you the Spanish tutor? Like she had a Spanish assignment and she was like, are you my Spanish tutor? Oh man. And he laughed. He was like, <laughs> that was funny. That's uh, yeah. yeah. nice little memory. That was his memory. His he was fun like, little he was thing. like, yeah, you know, she, uh, she's like, <laughs> are you the Spanish tutor? He's like, I don't know. I thought it was funny. Like yeah. he tells him that it's pretty fucked up. Sure. Yeah. And what part that, and that's what you like is that. No, that was horrific. Okay. Um, I guess you and I have different ideas of what's entertaining. Now, don't forget he decapitated some of them. Okay. Um, now, the one thing. I don't like this stuff. I, I'm the serious. The one thing that's kind of interesting. I don't like it. I don't like this it. This is kind of interesting. Especially before Push. bed. No, no. This is kind of interesting. I don't like it. Most rapist murderers would me. rape and then kill. But Ted was different because he would kill and then have sex with their bodies. Wow. That's kind of a neat difference. Well, what is the difference psychologically? I mean, don't you think the thrill is to see the fear? Well, he liked that too. Right. But um, yeah, he would uh, have sex with dead bodies. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. That, that can't be pleasant though. I beg to differ. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Now you said that I, my I mind and my subconscious is yeah. full of... I'll tell you why. Because every... I don't know how... Look, everybody will tell you that before you go to bed, you should fill your mind with positive thoughts yeah. affirmations okay maybe a little meditation yeah yeah um i just don't know how you're going to sleep at night and not having horrific nightmares because it's all murder rape yeah. yelling every time i hear you on your on your phone if you're laying next to me not even watching tv it's screaming people screaming and fighting <laughs> oh come on oh, yeah, yeah. like you you're taking a shit last night you came home of course you had to shit right away yeah and I'm sleeping and I hear your phone. It's all violence <laughs> all the time. Why is the, I mean, but don't you get, you never get sick of watching people screaming at each other, hitting each other. 
it's all fight videos <laughs> and that's just what floats in my mind yeah all like this is but 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 you know what i'm saying just from a I'm right. very content. I'm right, a very right. happy person. <laughs> like what you think ah! about. Yeah. Yeah. You're filling your mind with garbage, essentially, all the time. It's even like reading so. Twitter. You, you want to read. Because I ain't going out like that. You want to read other garbage thoughts from garbage people. I don't even want to fucking know what these idiots yeah. are on Twitter. Yeah. I like it. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I like it. Ugh. Um, I, keep my th- I try to keep my thoughts somewhat restricted to do you want to see uh, if this is a, a horrible or hilarious yeah i love one? these titles no well don't say them not Just gonna watch. but okay. i love blue bands you turn the audio up too it's the best i think the audio helps on this all right go ahead let's see I don't even know why you're laughing. I swear to God, I don't know why. Because the guy walked out with a cigarette still in his mouth. Oh, I didn't even see that. I was listening yeah. to the woman scream. Well, that's the, the funny, funny part. But I'm saying the second funny part. Okay. <laughs> the, but that woman's really hurt back Can you there. play the second clip no, again? please Just don't. a second. Yeah, yeah. Listen. <laughs> Look at this guy about to walk out right here. This guy's got a smoke in his mouth. That's the crazy part. That's true. I don't, but I can't. Okay. Thank you. But I can't laugh at the woman's crying. Wait, why? Oh my God, babe. You got mental problems. You got to talk to Dr. Drew about your shit. Okay. So I know you don't like humor and you're asking me why I don't want you at my birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. You're going to be the one who's like, why are you guys laughing? Why are you having a good time? No, not at all, babe. Yes. Not at all. Oh, yeah, we have to do these. Yeah. Mm. All right, you go first. Well, just one. Don't worry. No, I have this one, too. I know, but I don't have to be all at the same time. Oh, okay. Go. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives. The only part that's not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, that's where BlueNile.com comes in. BlueNile.com is the original Online jewelers since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They're committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry. Blue Nile offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee with guaranteed free shipping and returns. It's tough to find a place you can trust when you're shopping for diamonds. But Blue Nile is that place. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code YOURMOM at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with the code YOURMOM, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M at BlueNile.com, BlueNile.com. Oh, Gene. So, listen. Go ahead. There's um, a very exciting uh, political news. We don't normally talk about politics <laughs> Right. And on this show, and I know it upsets people, but some things you just can't ignore. And one of those things, Gene, is that the potential candidates for 2020 just keeps ramping up. Yes. There's new people in the field every day. And one 
who really has spoken to us on this show before somebody who we have uh celebrated for just being um you know uh, a really forward thinker and um somebody who's uh, i think impressed us on their own and now potentially could be the president wow of the united states if things work out i think in in everyone's best interests is one john mcafee that's right a ymh alum ymh alum if you don't know uh, mr mcafee started that McAfee uh, antivirus software. It made him a very wealthy man. Mm -hmm. He eventually uh, lived in Belize, uh, where he was accused, I believe, of multiple murders. Sure. Um, And now he's living on a boat, traveling or yacht, traveling around uh, the open sea to avoid the IRS. And he's also running for president. Uh, One of the things that stuck out in that documentary about Mr. McAfee as he was... um, eluding authorities in Belize and and I think of uh, trying to not be extradited back was um, that he he had a well-known fetish and I'm not a fetish shamer kink shamer I don't think that's cool but it's still pretty interesting to learn about some well, people. look why you can also uh, have sympathy for people and make fun of them at the same time sure so is what we do on this show. I think whatever I'm saying that whatever turns you on turns you on I'm not here to mock that sure or, or, or ridicule you but if you don't know, Mr. McAfee had a, a rather peculiar fetish in that he would offer monies to women in the village and they would come over and, well, I don't know, maybe this clip can explain it better than I can. That was my first time I was ashamed, but then I got used to it. What did he have you do? Um, sit on this hammock. The hammock has a, ha- a hole. He put you in a hammock. Then after that, he lies on another hammock. Mm-hmm. Then he, um, you know, he would cut, cut a little hole, and he would sit there. That's what he used it for. Cause he he wanted to have like Scott sex, and then I didn't agree with that. What is Scott sex? I mean, you poop in someone's mouth. He used to make you shit in his mouth, like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's my favorite. <laughs> I've never had do, done that before, and mm-hmm. it was an experience for me. He puts his head under your butt, and he asks you to shit in his mouth, and so. Yeah. I love these chicks. I love this girl on the, the blue shirt. Yeah. What do you think her name is? I don't know. Selma? Esmeralda? Yeah. Yeah. I like her. She How seems like that? she's fun, though. Like, doesn't she seem like she could tell you some shit? Yeah, no, she's got some, well, she's got a great story she's right here. She's got some great stories. I just, like, I've hey, always been actually most um, just curious about how, how you don't vomit. About, yeah. Hey, that's a, that's a really good medical question. You know right? what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, no, I know. It's nasty. I get it that like, okay, something in his wiring he obviously likes it, but like, doesn't your biology just lead you to just automatically yeah. vomit? I guess. And I his mean, mouth, too. Yeah, shit, not even like shit on my chest. Shit in my mouth. Uh, and then what? Uh, mm, mm, mm. Are they eating anything? I don't know. Uh, don't need lunch anymore. Well, we asked, we had Red Band on here, and he was telling us that he had a little dookie in his mouth. That was one of the most horrific stories that went up as a highlight if you want to just watch that there's a highlight that we put out of red band telling the grossest story ever and it involved him 
getting shit in his mouth. Well, he said he was high on Molly, so he didn't, he knew, he knew that it was something in his mouth, right? But then he immediately spit it out. He said he spit it back in her asshole. Yeah, I know. That seems hard to believe. I don't know, dude. I don't the, know. Then the, he said he wiped shit all over. I mean, it's, yeah, but that, but you're it's a right. rough you're, story. You're right in that it goes against your basic instinct to survive yeah. eating shit. Like, you're not supposed to put that in your mouth. <sighs> yeah, you learn correctly. Oh, man. That's, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I'd, he's got my vote. Asshole. Yeah. Do you vote for McAfee? Yeah, no, I'm voting for him. <laughs> If, uh, I, I will say he's any he's very resourceful. If he's on the ticket, I'm voting for him. He's a pretty clever guy. He's a he's you know got all these charges and he's on the high seas avoiding taxes. Very smart and, man. Yeah, he's clearly yes pretty. Uh, I hope Mr. Mag. I hope what if like he gets elected and then they're like <laughs> all the like the mainstream media doesn't realize like we're standing on the White House lawn where they have actually the White House has erected there thirty hammocks now in the <laughs> Rose Garden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. President McAfee insisted that's how he likes to relax. President McAfee. It'd be crazy. I've always found, yeah, and the hammock very ingenious too. I mean, I would never in a million years come like, up with that. If you're like, you're into shit. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's brilliant. He's like, just take a seat on my hammock. It's really brilliant. Yeah. Cause then you get it fresh from the source. Yeah. Cause I was thinking if, if I were in a scat, I'd be like, how could I get this person to shit somewhere and then I could get the shit? Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, maybe like a toddler toilet. Yeah, he gets to watch the whole thing happen. Right. In real time, it's fresh from the source. I think he was paying them like a hundred, 150 bucks. That's easy money. Yeah, that's easy money. Like just, but don't waste it. You'd be like, hey, what time do you uh, shit every day? <laughs> well, usually it. around 8 a.m. Like, why don't you come by 745? <laughs> 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 or what if he, what if he's like, Selma, I want you to come over and he's like, drink all this coffee. Yeah. He's like, you got my double tall. Eat those peppers too. What are you doing? Right. She's like, peppers? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, eat this bowl. It's like five different cheeses. Yeah, you got to have hummus, of course. It's breakfast. <laughs> She's like, I'm feeling gassy. He's like, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you go lay in my hammock? She's like, I think uh, I need to use the toilet. Uh, the hammock's perfect. <laughs> there had to be some sloppers. Because that blue shirt looks like she didn't have uh, the best diet. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right? How much do you think McAfee would pay for your dumps? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if he's like that. Yeah, you like uncircumcised guys, as, as I recall, right? Yeah. As I recall, it kind of sewer of cacks. Man. Would you do poop. it? Okay, would you do it? Poop in a hammock for money. You're broke. It's 2008. Oh, yeah. You're living in the rampart. Oh, yeah. That guy approaches you. When you're really counting bills, like you're I really know. counting. I know. $100 some, is a someone's lot. like, hey, just take it. Like, you're going to take a shit. You're, it's something you'd be doing anyway. Exactly. I kind of feel the same way about fart videos. I and would stuff. really be excited if someone was into piss, which there which there are. If they're like, "Hey, can you piss on me?" Like, I'll piss on you all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the piss one's easier than all any yeah. of these. Yeah. Now, as a guy too, it's like you have this little hose. It's kind of fun. You right. Know, you just point it where. you I know. Want. I'm super jealous, actually. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, President McAfee. <laughs> Mine's more like a spout. It's not really a hose, but you know what I mean. A spout. Mine's a little teacup, short <laughs> and stout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're sweet. I love you. I don't have. I wasn't given the gift, if you will. Oh, stop it! Yeah. Your peener's a maze. I got cum in these balls. <laughs> yes, you do. You do have cum in your balls. I know. You need to be evacuated. You were very grumpy yesterday. Evacuated. You need to get that cum out of your nuts. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, Gene. 
Yeah. What's that, baby jeans? Um. Oh yeah, we were talking about that before. What baby? Um, I had this. Oh yeah, this is so exciting. So there's a there's a, a thing where, you know, if you're lucky, you have your um, like in music, you get a hit song, right? Yeah. And like people tour off of their song. Your Margaritaville, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I've done these specials and put out albums and I've had people request things or, you know, yell things to me. But I realized that for sure the thing that people yell at me the most in airports, in public, driving, walking, at shows, in the hotel, 100% is bikes. Yeah. Right? I mean, bikes is is literally the thing that just never, you know, bikes! stops yeah. happening. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've had a couple of bike shirts and I realized that like they, they call me like every time I restock the store with the bike shirt, they're like, hey, it's it's gone again. Like it's sold out. So I was like, you know, instead of like restocking it again and again with that, like, why don't I just come up with new designs? It's a great idea. So I did. I reached out, hired an amazing artist. And I came up, well, collectively, we have three now. We have a new bikes hat, like a flex fit baseball cap. I love this design. We have the, um, a new bikes t-shirt. Um, and then the, I, went, I wanted to go like just over crazy on one of them. I have a champion crew neck bikes sweatshirt with the whole bikes design and then my face uh, over it. I love it. And so I love it. It's all it's all in the store now. Um, thank you guys for continuing. And and it'll, some of these will be at the uh, live shows if you're coming to live shows. Not at all of them, but um, it will be at some of them. We also uh, last week uh, had them put up that uh, Water Champ mouse pad with the Try It Out stickers. Everybody was like asking me for stickers, so we finally oh right the Try It Out guy. That's yeah. a huge. Uh, Huge success. Yeah, try it out, guys. Um, he's a baller, dude. So he's, uh, we have that in there. Try it out. He's got stickers. And then there's the Cool Guy Club. Uh, those <laughs> those were so added crazy. last week. Cool, cool Guy Club. And there's one more that went. Oh, yeah, there was a little bit of overstock from the, um, the Texas run of those uh those uh like let's get physical comedy posters so those are all there they're all at the store they are tom segura or excuse me merchmethod.com slash tom segura and you can see everything in the store i like that i like that that's awesome thank you very much thank you guys for your support yeah gene um and by the way if you're at live shows because people are asking this they do they're doing cash only at, at the uh, oh okay the merch tables. Okay, cash only so shit. Just prepare yourself. <laughs> okay, mommy. Um, yeah. Yes. Good. All right. Um, I was going to tell you. So I was watching a lot of regular TV. Mm-hmm. Um, this week I haven't watched regular TV in so long, and the commercials are so different now. Um, there's a ton of fucking woke ads now. Stay woke, bro. Stay woke, bro. It's like everything's got to be woke now. It's it's almost to the point where it's super annoying for me, like down to fucking razors now. Like everybody's yeah, gotta I be. Yeah, I saw the. Um, I saw I saw the uh, the Gillette one, where it was like the short film. It used to yeah, it used to be like the best a man can get, and it was like yeah. 
be a better man. Yeah. And it was about like guys, like, like it, it was dismissing the idea that boys will be boys. Right. So even when they're like boys were fighting in the yard, like, you know, brothers were like scrapping right, right, and right. our guys were like, guys like, suck. Like, hey, she's hot. They're like, Fucking whoa, whoa, whoa. Guys. Those guys being like, hey, man, <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. And then the guy would be like, oh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like, awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna coach that out of guys. Well, why don't you fucking hate yourself some more, white guy? Yeah, and then stop, stop staring at uh, chicks and <laughs> wanting to do, touch them. Not well, I don't think more. anybody was ever like, Come on. "Hey, let's keep catcalling women." No, because like guys being... that do that get like. Other guys roll their eyes at them and always have. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus. yeah, I don't think douchebags were ever really no. in style. They're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's now that you guys are expected to step up and be like, "Hey, stop being a douchebag." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's okay. your duty now okay. to tell the crazy person to stop being crazy. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> well, because that guy might do something weird to you. Like, clearly, of course, clearly that person's unstable. Who's like, There's "What's up, baby? Suck my dick!" Like, that guy's not cool. Unbalanced, narcissistic, <laughs> right? Weird, psychos. aggressive guy. Yeah, they're psychos. And the best thing to for everyone to do is avoid them and get away from them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Just ignore them. Tell don't them, like, egg them on. Telling guys like step up and like, like I don't know. get involved with these psychos. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, unless they're hurting somebody. Well, yeah, physically. but that's different. I mean, it doesn't show them like assaulting people in the commercial. It shows right. them being like, <laughs> like, like guy who goes like, eh, like that to the girl <laughs> that walks by. Like, He's probably homeless and crazy, anyways. Yeah, most guys were not going to be like, "Hey, man, don't be disrespectful." Because, yeah, because no. like you and your civilized friends don't do that. Right, normal guys. Uh, aren't. I'm not fucking coaching you. They're usually members of the cool guys club, anyways. Yeah, the guys yeah. that are doing shit like that, like yeah. they're not. Batteries not included. Civilized, yeah. yeah. That's right. So anyway, I saw this fucking this woke uh, Venus yeah. commercial. If we yeah. could play this ridiculous. With Venus, you're in charge of how your skin feels. So when the world expects you to follow the rules, write your own. Break the rules. Because no one gets an opinion on how you live your life, why you shave, or how you show your skin. My skin, my way. So the rule is... So they're saying like, now you don't have to shave your pussies. You can shave yeah. your pussy or not shave your pussy. Or you can shave your arm like that one yeah, girl did. Like, like, I know a lot of girls that do shave their well, upper arms. Well, yeah, but they're, yeah. They're, they're showing you that like, hey, there's other girls that are gross like you. you know? <laughs> right. Well, it's also, yeah, like she shaves her arm, she shaves yeah. her underarm. No one can tell you how to shave. Right. Was somebody telling you that you couldn't shave before? Uh, that's the thing. There was never... Yeah. No, there was more the mandate of like, ladies, you should shave. So yeah. And that's what they're trying to, impa- quote, empower us. Yeah, like, to let you know. They're like, you can shave a star in your pussy hair. Right. Whatever you want. Yeah, they, it used to be like that. Like, here, you're empowered to be creative with your pussy hair. Yeah. And now they're like, you don't even have to shave your pussy hair. You go, girl. You can shave your forearm or your yeah. face like a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it feels... Like I watch it and I don't feel empowered and I don't feel like they're on my side. Aren't all of us just a little bit like, hey, you know, grooming is a private thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, most of us just want to be able to just groom. I don't, I don't need it to be. Like political. It doesn't I, yeah, need just, to be a movement. Like, I don't a, know. There's hair coming out of places. I don't want it coming yeah. out of, you know, I, I, I trim nose. I got to trim ears now. Yeah. I get 
eyebrow hairs into my eye line. <laughs> so I'll be walking around. I'm like, why do I see hairs? <laughs> yeah. And they're just growing out of my eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. To make it like I, you know, I stand, take a knee with cats. Yeah. It's like, the fuck? It's a little, it's a, I think what bothers me is the, uh, like the corporate empowerment yeah. angle. Like, I, I hate that too. Ladies, we're empowering you. We, All you know, the commercials should like, be like, what? we sell shit. Do you like it? Because yeah. it works. Do you want to shave or not? If I you know. want to, here it I is. I hate the spin. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like when, it's like, you know, they'll be like, we're saying it's Black History Month and Burger King cares. Get no, the don't. fuck out of here. <laughs> like, like. That, Nobody cares. Yeah. And they'll, they'll do, what they'll do is they'll do an ad where it like, it'll show like Dr. King and then it'll like fade out. And then at the very end, it'll be like Burger King. Yeah. Like, Burger King. Like, yeah. Come on, man. You nasty. Y'all are using Paris Hilton to sell burgers. Or Carl, Carl Jr. was like Just a decade like, ago. Like, look, we're going to stay out of these political things. Because I, I don't understand like when people are like, you know, they, they use their platform to do the right thing. Like Venus. What? Did. What are you talking about? They just want you to buy razors. That's a, They tricked you. If you think that like it's because they care, then they tricked you. Of course. It's a trick. It's not real. They're not like sitting there at Gillette being like, I don't care if we sell razors this month. Guys have to start acting right. Like, no. <laughs> I know. I know. We have a social conscience. Never, here, never, not they talk, never. They care about that share price. They of want... course. And also, aren't women, there's like a pink tax on, on women's products. So the same, the identical product basically with different packaging is sold to women for more money. Yeah. So actually, men's razors are probably a better quality razor than really? the women. Absolutely. Mm. Same shit, different toilet. They charge us more for for the same product. To get our hair done, it costs significantly more. That part's true. I cannot believe your guys' hair. Oh, I hair. know. I mean, obviously, I have no hair, but but I'm just saying, like for like a, a nice salon, women's yeah. cut, blowout, whatever it's called, hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. But who was that That's company wild. that we used their razor in their shower? Remember? Harry's? Was it Harry's? No, the other one. Dollar Shave Club? Dollar Shave Club. Can I tell you that if you want to talk about a woke company, actually the way they were doing it was was pretty legit because they were like, women, don't pay more. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, that's a pink tax. That's Venus is bullshit, by the way. Yeah, yeah. If you want a real razor, use the guys yeah. and pay less and have a better shave. Shave their and that's rough true. ass beards and shit. Because yeah. I don't use this bullshit. I use... Uh, what Harry's? Wait, yeah, no, 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 Dollar Shave Dollar Club. Dollar Shave Club. Because yeah, yeah. it's the best, dude. That's yeah. way better than the horse shit that. they're selling to me. Yeah. Well, you know what they do? They go, oh, we put a fucking lotion strip on it. We made it pink. Yeah. And now you can use it on your pussy. I hate when any corporation gets involved. I know. Like the same they, way. Like they care. Like they give a fuck. I hate it. I hate it. I know. Then donate some any of your money to help any holiday, women or whatever. All that shit, man. Oh, I know. Now, there are legit companies, like they're saying like millennials are starting companies that are actually conscientious. Sure. Like for, uh, you know, Bombas or whatever, for every sauce yeah, no, you buy, they that's, give to the homeless. That, or that's the Toms, legit. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the, uh, what's the other thing that was uh, pretty cool? Oh, uh, a Newman, you know, Paul Newman's company, Newman's the own. The dressing? Yeah, but they would donate like all the profit. That's cool as fuck. Charity. That's a little different. Yeah. But they're not being like, you know, BMW. <laughs> We want to make sure everyone has a meal. Right, non-binary. Like, like, come on. What? It's not true. It's all bullshit. Um, what is it, James? We should, uh, you should probably do that one. Okay, mommy. All right. YMH will be right back. And we are back, and I am overjoyed, 
definitely <laughs> the happiest I've ever been doing this ever. podcast. No, in life. Probably. I mean, it was like, hey, Tom, I'm pregnant. Okay. <laughs> and all every other guest we've ever had can go fuck themselves yep. because we finally, the whole purpose of this podcast Actually, I think we should wrap up the podcast after today. I know. It's this is done. our final episode because there's no point in continuing. <laughs> we have now a legend sitting with us, and it's my joy to introduce uh, Big Daddy Kane. Thank you Whoa. very much for coming. My pleasure, man. My We're pleasure. very excited to have you. You know, it's funny. People all the time ask me, like, you know, they'll ask me about jokes and, like, stories. And I realized that, first of all, the whole reason that I even was able to meet you or talk to you. His, his is how crazy this was. So I tell this story in the special. In my first special, completely normal, I do this joke about yelling sup Kane to you. And, and I remember you know, when that happened. Yeah. First of all, I never even got to tell you afterwards that, I, that that's actually a true story, that I actually really did do that, that you were getting out of, <laughs> you've been to the comedy store. Uh -huh. I, I saw you getting out of a car and <clears throat> years ago, this years before I did that, and I saw you, I was like, sup Kane, like that, I yelled it. <laughs> I saw you turn around and that was burned into my memory as like a story and I told it and then the thrill was this. So when that special came out, you know, it like it started to get like a little popular, a little more popular. It wasn't like some huge special, but it, it, it gave me a nice bump. And so one day when that like as a few months after that's been out, I was working the I can't believe how much I remember this. I was working the Hartford Funny Bone which is in Manchester, Connecticut, just outside of Hartford. And I tweeted you about it because somebody, people had been tweeting me and you replied the nicest reply. You were like, it's hilarious, like much success, continue. And I was like, babe, yeah. I'm gonna print this when I get home Dude, you'd and frame it. Yeah, you had shit coming out of the bottom of your pants. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was. You couldn't believe how excited was he was. so excited. And, um, and I was like, well, that's like, you know, that's, that's a perfect day, yeah. right? I was just like, that's it. Nothing happened. Then, oh my God, I can't believe I actually have it here somewhere, but I'm probably not gonna be able to find it. Then I come home and I'm, I'm just, you know, going through my day. We're, we're, we're renting a guest house and I wake up and it's like, you know when you have your phone has a voicemail just on it? Like you don't, you don't see a missed <laughs> call, just has a new voicemail. It's a new voicemail from you and you're staying with, you're with Russell, uh, uh -huh. Russell Peters, who, right, right. Russell Peters, for people that don't know, Russell Peters knows and loves hip hop so much that he makes me feel like I don't like hip hop. Right. Because like, <laughs> he's such a fan that I was like, I thought I was a fan, but then he'll be like, do you know who played the drums on this? I'm like, no motherfucker, I don't know who plays the drums. <laughs> like he knows. And he knows everything. Everything. Yeah, Russell's a true b-boy. Yeah, I mean, to another level. Yeah. So he, yeah, I guess you had, you know, you saw him and you guys, you mentioned it. He got you to leave me a voicemail. Oh my gosh. Which is incredible. It's, it's in this computer somewhere. I just don't know. Yeah, no, I, I remember, remember it. I remember you. Yeah. And then I went to his house and I got, and I met you and I was just like a kid, man. I was like a giddy kid. And the reason is like, you know, I think music makes such an impact on, on everybody, but especially like what you're into when you're young, you know, mm -hmm. like those formative years whatever you're listening to stays with you. And that's why like absolutely, people absolutely. like really align themselves with that, that music that was during that time period, you know? Like to me, it makes so much more sense now when I was a kid and like your parents would be listening to oldies. And you're like, why are you listening to this old shit? 
And it's like, well, that was their their formative years music. Well, I mean, you know, certain songs, you know, symbolize certain, certain moments. Things. You know, you yeah. remember what you were doing when that song came out or the first time you heard it. Sure. Or who you were dating or in love with or trying to even get with, you know, things like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and like and I see it actually you have one of these um an Instagram page where I feel like you're one of the people who regardless of your celebrity you're very much yourself like it doesn't matter that you're a, a, a famous entertainer you share like this is the music I like these are the movies I like these are the this is my point of view on things it really is a peek into like who you are I figure I, I feel like somebody could see that and be like these are the things that have impacted you well you know up until social media you know you really had to just try to decipher through interviews what's in an artist's mind, right. you know? Right. So, I mean, when you can actually contact with your fan base and supporters and share with them what you're listening to or watching, you know, it just makes it a lot easier for them to understand you, you know? What was your, like, um, these are things I've always wanted to ask. What was, like, in the, in the rotation of music that you liked as a kid, like, growing up, you know, before you were actually making music? Uh, Marvin Gaye. Marvin I think Gale, I, I listen to Marvin Gaye probably more than any really? other artist. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's. I've always also wanted to ask this to anybody who's like, I mean, you know, when you're like really skilled as an MC, when you like, you know, it's, it feels like it comes naturally out of you. Is it a a gift, like? Did you figure out that you could do this really young? Yeah, how'd you know you could even do yeah. this? Um, yeah, I mean, I, it was something I got into just because an older cousin was doing it. You know, that was really like, you know, the main reason for me starting. Yeah. But he was rhyming with two other guys that was his age and told me I was too young. How so, old are you when you're too young, he says? Probably about 12. So you're like 12? I think maybe, yeah, like probably about 12. Uh-huh. 12, 13. So anywhere between 12 and 14. I, I can't remember. But they're like, you're too young. Yeah. So then you uh, started writing notebooks and stuff? Yeah, I you know, started writing rhymes, but I was writing, you know, um, like battle rhymes to prove that I was better than the two dudes that he was with so that he <laughs> would put me down with his crew. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you remember your first rhymes, with the first things you wrote? Um, Not some of the f very first, probably like a, a year or two later, I want to say. No, no, no. It's probably, but yeah, probably like a year later. I can remember one because I always tell you know the story about it. Like when I first heard Cold Crush Brothers, mm -hmm. you know, like I thought I was that dude. I was you know, like I'm popping. I got it. And I remember kicking around to one of my boys. At this point, I wasn't Kane. I was Tony T. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I had this rhyme saying, "I'm the T O N Y, the T E E." Your hands can't hit what your eyes can't see because I know the tricks and I know the trades. I'm as sharp as a motherfucking razor blade. And, you know, I thought I was killing it. You are killing I it. I mean, shit. <laughs> That's better than anything. If a fucking 13-year-old said <laughs> that to me, I'd be like, we'll sign you right now. I'm going to drive you over to Warner Brothers. Yeah. But now nah, my friend told me to listen to Grandmaster Kaz. Yeah. From the Cold Crush. And when I heard him, I was like, yeah, I'm doing everything wrong. Really? Mm -hmm. But see, like, I feel like um, if, like, if if any, especially a kid that young, even hearing someone like Grandmaster Kaz, I would still feel like, yeah, my shit's nice. <laughs> like, like you still were able to recognize how much 
better that guy was than you at that time? Well, see, I had battled a lot of people. Yeah. And beat them all. So, you know, um, I knew what I what I knew, and, and that's that's the level of greatness that I understood. Okay. Then I hear this guy, and I'm like, I'm nowhere near that. You and you recognize it? Yeah, straight oh, like that. And day. was the Kaz thing? Was it like a battle tape, or was it like a? Record? It was um, like, they was at a party, uh, um, like one of the, the Cold Crush concerts, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, um, because I was used to their routines, their group yeah. routines. Right. I hadn't heard them rhyme individually yet. And so I'm listening to this and I'm hearing you like, you know, um, Grandmaster Kaz, captain of the four, another nigga couldn't touch me if he had a rhyme store, even if he had a plant manufacturing rhymes, he couldn't make them no better than I make mine. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I got yeah. a long way to go. You got a long way to go. Yeah. But you're still like, I think a big part of it is that, I mean, I think most young people might not even recognize it. That, you know what I mean? That like, you probably advanced so much. And then was it a matter of like, you just were like, I'm gonna go pen to paper all the time. Like keep working like that? Like writing like an author would write? Yeah, cause see back then, you know, I didn't have a record deal. Right. And I honestly wasn't even focused that heavy on getting one. I was really just focused on being, you know, the, the greatest MC in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. That was probably my biggest concern. So I'm always writing new rhymes because I'm battling like every week. Are, we you, guys are, are you on street corners? Or yeah, and street corners, park God, jams, um, community centers. Shit. You know, sometimes I even, you know, I went, went to people, you know, knock on their door, <laughs> say hello to their mother and ask, can I speak to their son? You know? <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And how, I mean, I've never been Wait, no, I've done a rap battle on the TBS show and I right want it. Do no, want to get never, some. never. As a joke, like a joke off. And, um, the pressure to think on your toes like that, on your feet, I mean, how did, I don't know. Is that just a gift that you had or? It must be. Did you just I, shit your pants I, every time? Like, Nah, I was cool with it, you know, I mean, you know, um, because it was like, I was as, as I was a big Marvin Gaye fan, but I was also a Muhammad Ali fan. Yeah. So at a young age, I already knew how to get into other people's heads. Really? And you have a natural, that, that's like, you cultivated the uh, the confidence and shit talking because there's a lot of you know there's metaphors and punchlines and shit in your rhymes. Oh yeah. So like you you were working that out. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. There was a lot of always punch like punch for for for, for example, if you if you were one of those um, MCs with a big vocabulary, then I would you know come at you you know in a comical way you know and you know just crack jokes on you you know or if you were that type of MC then I would switch up and start using big words, but I wouldn't just just, just sit there and use big words. Yeah. I would use them and then explain it how like, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To make you look. You know, Humiliate you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, and I always wondered this too, like when somebody has, has like your skill level and like, you know, when you listen to like a, a most deaf, or qualities, guys who you're just like, wow, this is an incredible um, command of the English language and command of words. Like in my mind, I've always like, you know, I've never asked, but I've been curious. Did you read a lot? Like as a, were you somebody devouring books or did you just have a, a amazing access to words? I wouldn't say I read a lot, um, but I did read. You, you know? did read? Yeah. Yeah, and in those years where you read, like, you know what I mean? Like in your What it was, I, I studied. You did? I studied a lot. I studied a lot of things and I studied a lot of people. Right. You know, 
like you know what what makes this person mine you know tech you know you know where, where, where did this person come from with, with this concept this idea you know? and so this ba- like in battling a lot of ways you there was like strategy you were like figuring something out well you know they would yeah i mean they were playing checkers i was playing chess you know yeah. it was that type of thing because it was like i wanted to already be in your head mm-hmm. before the battle start yeah you know it's amazing it's such an amazing skill set and then the other thing I was realizing is like, you're so young, like you get more perspective on it the older you get, like with uh, just in life. But when, um, when like your first album came out, isn't that, that's 88? Mm-hmm. So are you 20? Yep. Oh 20 my years God. old, oh. fucking nuts. Like yeah. to think about it now, to have that level of exposure and success and just being able to put out that album, let alone that song, like, so basically, because this is the thing that I, that it hit me afterwards, I was like, "Oh, like you've probably like you've never had a. I mean, from then you never had a job. <laughs> like you've you've been an entertainer your whole life, basically." Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I think I mean my last job was probably in eighty five, eighty six. Do you remember what you did? Uh, yeah, I was um, delivering uh, fruit crates to like the. Uh, fruit markets in really Brooklyn. in Brooklyn. Yeah, we go up to Hunts Point and pick up the um, crates of fruits and vegetables, wow. put them on the back of the truck, and come back to like about three or four different um, fruit markets early in the morning, drop them off, and right from there, then I go to school. Oh my! Wow. Yeah. And were your parents supportive of you becoming a rapper? Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, my pops, he was more or less the, you know, like, you know, you know, I don't, you know, you know, I don't, you know, whatever you do, do, do it. You just don't fuck with that beer in the fridge. You know, he was really that type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom's. Sounds like my yeah, dad. Yeah. My, mo- <laughs> yeah, you know, my mother, yeah. she was more like, you know, like, oh, uh, like, like me and Mr. C, be, that was my DJ at the time. Yeah. You know, he, we in the crib working or something. You know, she'd come in there like, oh, you, you, you and Calvin doing your hip, your hip hop thing. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's not too loud. You know, m- mommy just got home from work. Oh, just you know, keep it down. Yeah, you know, wow. but she was cool with it. What about when she heard your lyrics? Was <laughs> she like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's like, I think my mother's always been supportive yeah. of my mind state, you know, like like, sure. like the way I think and, you know, my views. Because um, there was one time we clashed over something concerning school mm-hmm. and... She was just shocked to see that the guidance counselor agreed with me and tried to work with me. Really? Know? Yeah. So it was like, you know, I think from that point on, she kind of respected me more um, as an adult and, you know, right. my views, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had like a, you already had a, a strong opinions at a young age. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, did you have any, because like now, like hip hop is obviously this worldwide phenomenon, you know, and you're a big part of you know paving the way and getting it there but you go back to the mid late 80s even as this album's about to come out and you're like i mean i hope it goes well obviously can you even imagine that you know the type of success you were gonna like what were your hopes of an album coming out did you think it would be like this like like it well see you got to understand um prior to um my first release i had already been on tour DJing for Roxanne Shantae. Right, Juice Crew stuff. Uh-huh. I had already been on tour rapping with Biz Marquis. 
you know. So you had the exposure, or yeah, you so, saw what it could yeah, look like. Exactly. And then yeah. you go like, I'm, I'm going to do the same. I mean, I'm going to surpass this or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm, well, I wanted to do it, you know, um, you know, differently, mm-hmm. you know, because um, Biz had really put together like a, um, a comical show, you know, like he, right. he wanted his show to be, you know, very, you know, um, animated and funny. Yeah, you he's know, a funny guy. When I used to come on stage, he used to say, you know, he used to do the here's Big Daddy and his DJ would throw on the Johnny Carson theme. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what I would come out to. So uh-huh. that's, that's, that's cool. how, yeah. Yeah. And I was saying like um, funny rhymes about girls. Right. You know, but I wanted to, you know, really do lyrical stuff. So, you know, when I had my, my chance, that's the direction I went. Man, telling you, I wish I could, you know what I, I would wish I could go back to being? Mm. Like go back and just be like in his entourage. Like oh, yeah? In, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like white boy T or something like that. Yeah. And then like the guys would be like, hey, uh, just get the girls and the drinks ready. And I'd be like, everything's all set up before you came. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And then you get that trickle down pussy. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, Just the, the fallout. The girl who's like, he doesn't think I'm pretty. Yeah. I'd be like, why don't you sit right here and tell yeah. me about it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine just the leftovers, oh, the scraps the must have scraps. been amazing. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, you're all right, and just do the, you know, <laughs> the got some tissues out. <laughs> Kate thinks I'm ugly. I'd be like, yeah. oh, come, come here. here. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, check, I mean, okay. dude, so let's look at like, let's look at a young, like a young Kane. I mean, check out just style oh, I wise. Know. Please. I remember dude, MTV. Hello. Come on, man. I love the hair. Thank Did you. this become, uh, was it like a, do you Iconic. feel like the style, the style of what you, like you hear was like a natural growth of whatever was the, in the neighborhood? You know what I mean? Like, was it like you're accentuating what you see in the neighborhood? Or? Well, you know, with, 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 with um, fashion wise, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you see all the, um, the, um, the hustlers and players yeah. and how stylish they are, yeah. you know, and you know how the girls lose their mind over yeah. them. So it's like, okay, yeah, that's the way I, I want to dress when I get some money, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but with the hairstyle, like what you was mentioning, yeah. you know, the funny thing is like, um, as many people that you know attribute that to me, you know, like yeah, you know, the flat top or, or the box cut, like Kane. This is timeless, by know. the way, too. The, yeah, like, it's, this, it's back in. It's back this right in. now. You oh, just yeah. like this right now. People oh, be yeah. like, and you're cool you as shit. Fresh, man. Yeah. But it's so funny how like you know they credit me for the one uh-huh, you know bringing f- it yeah. in, but I, I I got it from Larry Blackman from Cameo. I mean, you listen oh, to my first song. I, I say keep a fresh Cameo cut every day because I, <laughs> I, I saw Larry Blackman with it. Oh know? wow, yeah. oh, how funny! But yeah. They get, yeah, they definitely give you the credit, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then uh, who took that? Who had the craziest oh kid 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 and play kid and play Mm -hmm. yeah Uh but he rocked it like comical though twice as high because he went like super high with it yeah 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 he had a real real high one yeah Yeah. but yours is cool like you did it well i mean i thought his was cool too i just you know i i I didn't i I have no reason to go that high though yeah no (laughs) no yours was sexier (laughs) jewelry wise now there's famous jewelers everybody knows jewelers names mm-hmm. and like they're on social media and you can you know you can hit them up what'd you guys do back then to get like how did you get all this crazy jewelry what did, did i mean did you have to like you know what i mean like find someone oh, oh well, yeah well i mean you know back then most of the time i was using my man ali in brooklyn he was he was down he was in alby square mall uh my man ali that's who a lot of us was going to 
you know, especially you know the Brooklyn cast. Yeah. But um, you know, there was there was other people all around. You there know? were. Yeah, the people dealing with. I tried to get this stuff when I was a kid. Of course. Yeah. Who didn't? I think everybody at some point wants like chains, cool gold chains. And oh stuff. yeah. They were like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Your parents weren't cool with that? Fuck no. <laughs> I was like, I would show huh, pictures like this. Weird. I'd be like, I want to get shit like this. And they were like, get the fuck out of here. Of course. And then um, they gave me uh, like a silver one with like the Virgin Mary on it. Oh, I was like, boy. it's just not cool. It's not cool at all. No. <laughs> I want one with a big dollar sign. Of course. <laughs> Wear that to. Of course. Um, so one of the first, I mean, I was thinking about like, different songs and uh so one of them that i that was like a huge one to me was uh burn hollywood burn which mm -hmm. you're featured on public enemy yeah so i was in fifth grade and this album comes out it's called fear of a black Planet. yes recall. and i'm wearing that t-shirt by the way to school it's your favorite t-shirt i still it? have it from fifth grade wow that's dope once a week and I still remember my math teacher, Mr. Kinner, being like, fear of a black planet, what the fuck is going on? Like, he had no idea. So I wear it every, like every once a week. And it's, it's like, for me, it's like an album where I first like comprehended things. I think it's because like, a certain age, I'm probably 10. And then you could read all the lyrics. Right. Right. So you, you can read all the lyrics. So he does, he's on a song with Ice Cube called uh, Burn Hollywood Burn, which I actually felt like, I felt it in a shift in, uh, in, in my mind, in my own intelligence, because I feel like I understood the song. I was like, oh, like I, I know what this song's about. You know, like it, it makes sense to me because I can read it and actually listen to it. But the song starts with uh, you calling Flavor Flav, and I've always been taken <laughs> by how he answers the phone. And I've, I've always been like, who the fuck answers the phone like this? <laughs> I mean, that's his answer. <laughs> like, like the phone, the phone rings and yeah. this is Flav answering the phone. <laughs> what? What? What is this? That's how he answers the phone. Is that how he really answers the phone? Probably. <laughs> you know, we, we are talking about Flavor Flav. Y'all do remember yeah. this, right? Cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like we are talking about. That's true. You know, pretty wild. That's guy. true. Yeah. Yeah. Flav always been a wild child. You know, <laughs> I love him to death, though. Of course. I love the death. Yeah. But it. I mean, I don't know. Hold on. The phone call. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's an aggressive way to <laughs> yeah, answer a phone. It certainly you know? is creative, yeah. But now, you know, that's what Flav used to always do whenever he saw me. I mean, it could be across a whole crowded room, and he's behind me. I'll hear him. Yeah, Kane. Oh, really? Yeah, like that's always <laughs> that's been, how you even know, still to today, he greets me that way. Oh, yep. hilarious. How'd you hook up with those guys? Um, you know, just met through the industry. That's all, you know, um, you know, coming out with music around the same time and touring together. I was on Public Enemy's first tour, Bring the Noise in 88. Wow. Yeah. It was my first time really getting like um, uh, my own personal tour experience. How old were you then? Like 20. 20. And did that just blow your mind the first time you're on tour with like these this huge acts and stuff? Um, well, no, nah, I mean, it, it was it was so much fun because um, 
Chuck Chuck D is just a cool down to earth guy that has yeah. love for everyone that wants the tour to be successful. So he was very supportive to all the um, artists that was coming on before him. And it was um, myself, EPMD, Stetsasonic, and Easy E before um, NWA came out. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow, man. Again, with the chicks. I can only imagine. Wait, Easy E before, before NWA? Before he was in NWA. Like before the NWA project, remember Easy had the um, EP first, and then NWA came. What? It was easier said than done. I think that was the name. Oh, that was Easy. that came out before NWA. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I remember the stories about them saying how he couldn't like, uh, you know, really go through a song the way most like an MC like he was not used to. The breath control, the cadence, the rhythm. So they would do it in parts, like of songs. So they were like, say this part of the verse. Because he wasn't comfortable even with his own voice. Oh, oh, Easy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Easy, had a, Easy had an amazing voice. Yeah, but I mean, he, I guess he wasn't, you know, originally comfortable with it. Well, I mean, he, he, he was, a, um, you know, really a, um, a, a, a studio rapper because um, other people were writing his material, you know. I, I don't even think Easy really even wanted to be an artist. He didn't, you know. But it, but it, but I'm glad he did, you know, become. Because I mean, I thought that, you know, his his voice was amazing. Yeah. And you know, he, and he he kept it a hundred. Yeah. You know, on every song, it sounded. Know? I mean, it sounded like a, the difference. It sounded like a real guy, right? Like it sounded like a real person doing it. it didn't sound like a performance. Huh? It it sounded like a. <laughs> it didn't sound like a performance. Like it sounded like a dude just. Like so natural, like you, it didn't have like a. You mean like even though people were writing for him, it yes. sounded like it really came from him. Yes, yes. Got you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, all yeah, day. Yeah. yeah. So yes, yeah. I mean, he kept it a buck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. It, it was pretty unique. Um. um <clears throat> so, but tell me about this. So you get this huge, obviously, um, following, fame. You became. You become known as basically the the, you know, sex rapper in a way right like your persona is like associated with sex um and then you get these famous photos with madonna how mm -hmm. did that come together uh well warner brothers has sent us on this promotional tour to um visit uh hospitals in um manhattan it was myself, really yeah m myself um madonna and color me bad and you know we would go in these hospitals but all of them were like really like you know um upscale hospitals mm -hmm. and, and and the children there they weren't raised off of hip-hop uh -huh. put it that way i got you you know <laughs> so hardly any of them really recognized me and then at one point i saw madonna talking to one of the kids saying hey, you know who that is like that's big daddy kane he's a famous rapper <laughs> here say ain't no halves <laughs> and i'm sitting there like yo madonna know my shit yeah whoa this is crazy you know, I'm like blown away because, you know, I'm looking at her as like, you know, a pop goddess, you know, yeah. and like, wow, she know my stuff and she's showing me love, mm -hmm. you know. And afterwards, you know, she talked to me and I, t I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate the love. You know, and she told me that, you know, well, I'm doing this book. Um, I would like to have you in it if you will. And, you know, I'm like, no, nah, that would be an honor. I would love to. She's like, well, 
let me just let you know up you know front it's it's pretty much gonna be nude photos it's like shit even better let's do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Uh, I remember yeah. this book. I was uh, working at the bookstore in San Fernando Valley when this book came out, and you had to be over 18 to even look at it. And yeah. it was such a big deal. And I remember that it's a very iconic photo, actually, with you, Naomi Campbell, and Madonna. Yeah, they showed a lot. I've even seen t shirts of it. How they worked that out, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Where did you guys? It looks like, I mean, in the, we were in um, Florida. In Florida, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it just show you just how crazy. Like, um, like when I got there, I'm like, you know, saying to myself, like, you know, I've never really been around Madonna other than that one time. So I don't really know what to expect, what it's going to be like. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, you know, like how this day going to flow. Yeah. Right. Soon as I get there, Madonna comes running up to me, butt ass naked. <laughs> Kane, so glad you're here. Y'all, let me tell you, I was just outside in the middle of the divider on the, on the street. <laughs> Just like this, right. with my thumb out, taking photos like I'm hip- hitchhiking, no car stopped. <laughs> no one stopped me. Can you believe that? Fucking Madonna and no one stopped. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this day gonna go good. Yes, all right, I always think about this photo because I've seen it so many times. I always think about the moment before and the moment after this was taken. Do you remember what were you guys laughing? Do you remember if you were saying anything? Like, what's the moment really like? Because you know, the, the photo is a photo, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Please, um, you know, like um, with the photos, you know, Madonna, she, you know, like, you know, like you know, openly tell you, you like, you know, now put your hand, you know, come on, make yourself at home, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like, so I was already cool there, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you know. You know, you know, let me, you know, move around the way I want to. So she wasn't timid with you touching her vagine. Like nah, nah, other, she yeah. was cool. But I mean, you know, honestly, in this here photo, I'm sitting there like, all right, Madonna cool, but I hope Naomi don't trip when I touch her. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? Right, because that's actually what I'm thinking, too. I'm like, I wonder, like, were they hooking up already? So, like, maybe she's Dude, have cool. have you seen Naomi lately? She's banging. She looks she the same. She looks the same. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. So was she okay? Fuck. Huh? Was she okay with yeah, it? Yeah, it was Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. she took was a cool. chance. She was cool. <laughs> yeah, Could have gone cool. south real fast if she was like, what the fuck are you touching me for? Yeah, especially nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, especially nowadays. That's yeah. right. Oh, my yes, gosh. Exactly you can barely right. do this. Oh, man. Um, I want to ask you a question about like, uh, like when you collaborate on something like that Burn Hollywood Burn song uh-huh. or like uh you know the lean on me remix for the movie mm-hmm. how how do those like just like as a consumer you always go like what how detailed is the like does chuck d call you and go i'm doing a song this is the premise of the song this is the theme i want you to do a verse like that's exactly how it happened that's with, how, chuck. with chuck he said what he wanted and um write about this and this is what we want to get across to the people okay so very like real clear direction mm-hmm and like on the lean on me one, is it like, do you get to see this movie? They're like, here's the movie, so you understand what the movie's about? And- um, yeah, um, Benny Medina had um, you know issued copies of the movie to I guess everyone that was recording on the soundtrack. But it, like, it was like funny suck, it was like, um, I was upset about um, something that happened with um, the finances from my song Raw yeah, being in the Colors song. movie. Being used in the Colors movie. Yeah. Like not licensed or something or um, whatever. 
Well, nah, it's just something happened funny with, okay. with where I didn't receive the money I was supposed to get. But that's another story. Anyway, though, um, so when they asked about this lean on me thing, you know, I had said, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling Benny Medina I was going to do it, but um, the person from the label, when they asked me, like, you know, about getting in the studio doing it, getting in the studio doing it, you know, you know, I'm like, man, fuck this movie, man. You know, y'all ain't, y'all ain't even get me right from the last time. Then one day, Benny Medina calls me and says, hey, are you still going to do the um, song for the Lean On Me thing? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it, I got it. And he says, um, oh, well, good, because I'm in New York. Um, I can send a car for you and meet you up at, um, at Marley's house in about two hours. Like, shit. Like, All right, man. Yeah, yeah, send the car. <laughs> so from that time until I got to Bali House, I'm writing the song. Oh, seriously? Yeah, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. Are you stressed out? You no, I wasn't, I wasn't stressed out. I mean, you know, because I, I had saw um, the movie, so I knew what it was about oh, okay, and, you know, okay. where to go with okay. it. Okay. You know, now, I just, you know, I just, I don't know. I just was, it was, I just had a sour taste in my mouth from something prior. So I wasn't really focused on it, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. But there's always this thing about like hit songs. Um, there's always like stories, you know, about sometimes, you know, because songs, like a great song just stays like a classic and 20, 30, 40, 50 years later, people still want to hear it. And like we talked to uh, Gloria Stefan one time about uh, one of her songs and she was like, I wrote that shit on the plane. We were leaving Amsterdam <laughs> right. and we landed in London and that song was real. And it's a hit. And it's a hit. And it's like the most, so like, you know, arguably, you're, you know, your most, Famous classic songs, you got a bunch, but Ain't No Half Step and Smooth Operator. Mm. When you write those songs and you actually, you know, you get in the studio and you record it and you actually hear playback, do you, do you have some sense of like, this is a fucking hit? Or are you like, you know, it's just another song? Um, no, Ain't No Half Step and I felt like um, was a hit. You did? You know, once we finished it and it was done, I was like, you know, like, um, wow, yeah, this is gonna be crazy. Yeah, you know, because um, uh, Biz Marquis is actually the one that found um the the, the music for that song, uh-huh. and he was so excited about some other um record that he bought that he wanted to sample that he just told me, you can have that, I don't care. Really, like my man. <laughs> really, That's yeah. Right. So you know, I, I'm you know putting the concept together and was like, yeah, use the heat wave on um, ain't no half stepping. Yeah, okay, I see it. And um, I believe it's my DJ idea to put the I'm the Big Daddy Kane and stuff in. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you know we put it together and then um, you know hearing it at the end, you know I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. This like this, you this right here. Wow. This is crazy. This yeah, is smash. Going, you know. With smooth operator though, it was like I already like before we even did it. I was like, you know, use um all night long from the Mary Jane girls on some hip hop. Oh, it's gonna kill them. You knew. I already, I already knew like that's gonna kill them. And I knew that you know like, prior to that we had had an issue um with Prince trying to use a staple singer song that you know it took us a while to work out prince was trying to no 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 oh well, um, prince okay i wanted to use a staple singer song but okay prince um owned the publisher oh. so it was a, you know a little issue that we had to work that we had to work out um 
so I'm like, well, I don't want to run into this again. So, um, like, I worked with Rick James in the past, so, you know, I reached out to him and said, hey, man, I, I got a great song idea, but I wanted to sample um, Mary Jane Girls um, all night long. He's like, use that shit. <laughs> you can use any of them bitches shit. <laughs> Matter of fact, you need to use it in my house. That was a bigger record. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was a great impression, by the way. That was a great impression. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, man! And what about um? Did you did you feel like when you guys did the symphony, like with the whole Juice Crew, did you feel like did you know like that's that's pretty like this slamming kind of song? Yeah, yeah. Because it came together in a way where uh, me and Koji rap, we don't want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Now we love it. Okay. Because it originally started as just something that me and G-Rap was supposed to do together. Mm -hmm. But then Marley said that Craig found out and he wanted to be on it. Mm -hmm. Craig had just recorded a song with Marley called Duck Alert. And I thought it was, you know, good. And, you know, Craig had already been down with the Juice Coop before me. He hadn't got his shot yet. Right. You know, so I felt bad about that. And the fact that I saw that he was improving skillfully, I was like, yeah, we definitely need to put Craig on it. Yeah. But then... The day we're taking photos for um, Marley's album cover, we go to his house afterwards, and he introduces us to this new guy and says, this is my new artist, Master Ace, and I want to put him on the song. And Ace is standing there, and he's like, big Woody Allen glasses on, mm -hmm. and we like, me and G-Rap is like, no. <laughs> so I, I was like, hey, look, I'm about to say, I'm gonna go get some pizza, and I'm bouncing. I'm out. Mm-mm. Wow. And G is like, shit, I'm with you too. And I don't know what held us up or whatever, but Ace ended up doing his verse. And I, I went over to G like, yo, glasses, glasses is kind of nice, man. Really? I like this dude. He's kind of <laughs> nice. You know? And yeah, from that, then when Craig, you know, it was the type of thing where like now we're like, we're feeling the vibe and we you know, we, we see that we misjudged dude and he yeah. was extremely talented and skillful and it just came out amazing. Yeah, that song's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really I mean there aren't really songs like that anymore, you know, like like the posse cuts and nah, yeah. You don't really hear that. I mean you don't really hear actually one of the like the staples of uh that era was the the idea of I'm nice just as a concept, like this whole verse is gonna be how dope I am. Like, <laughs> oh, like as, as a skill, brag. as a lyricist. Yeah. Now it's, you, you don't hear, I mean, sometimes, but not really. Like a lot of new artists don't really do like, here's how nice I am. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you gotta understand, you know, back then you're coming from an era where that's really what it was all about. A lot of people Skills. weren't really trying yeah. to get record deals or, you know, didn't even, you know, you know think about, you know, like that far, like I can actually make it in the industry. Yeah. They just wanted to be the dopest MC in their neighborhood. Right. So that's the type of stuff they were writing about. You know? Yeah. Now, you know, hip hop is an actual music genre. Yeah. So there's people that can't rap that, that have never MC'd at a party or anything. Quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. That's getting into this. It's kind of crazy. You know, well, no, nah, I mean, you can't, you, it, it, it's, it's not a bad thing because I mean, you know, um, in R and B pop rock and roll, you have artists that get into those music genres and have other people writing for them. True. Yeah. You have people that get yeah. into those music genres. They can't even really sing that good. Right. They just got the look. 
yeah. or something, you know? Sure. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's where hip hop is right now. You have to expect that. And it's, it's also a, 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 like a result of something being, if, when I was a kid buying these albums, uh, you'd go into a music store and there was a section in the music store called rap mm-hmm. and there were 25 albums. Yeah. And that was essentially everybody who had a deal. That's yeah. what it was. It right, was you. Right. It was Public Enemy, Run DMC, Fat Boys, Queen Latifah. <laughs> I you love know, gangsta. it. Was the MTV rap. I mean, it was, yeah, but like that was, every, but now because it's such a success, it's reached these incredible heights. Yeah. The, you know, a- anything that, that becomes that big becomes almost oversaturated in a way. You have incredibly talented people and then you have, you know, there's, there's just like anything else. Like comedy too. Yeah, of course. And inflation, yeah. Um, do you have uh, anybody uh, that's like kind of newish now that you enjoy? Like that you- I like J. Cole, I like Rhapsody. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I enjoy J. Cole. I enjoy. Um, and there's, um, there's a new young lady that calls herself Chica. Really? Yeah. Like, she's a lyrical monster. Really? Yeah. She's the best kept secret in hip hop right now, in my opinion. She's a lyrical Chica. monster. Chica. Chica. Like mm. C-H-I-C-A? I think, or I think something like she that. She West Coast? Yeah, I believe she. Yeah, West All Coast. All right. Yeah. Well, because you're obviously such a highly regarded <laughs> MC, we wanted to get your opinion. Go for it. Um, on some other, you know, probably... Um, uh, less represented artist, but you know. One second. Yes. C H I K A. Okay. C H I K A. Okay. Yeah, C H I K A. Well, we would love your, you know, don't hold back. Want to hear the real opinion of what you think of some of these rappers here. Go ahead and give them a little taste of. Uh, Bitch, I'm hiding flies. Bitch, I'm hiding flies. Bitch, I'm hiding flies. Bitch, I'm hiding flies. I'm wet. I'm wild. Hollywood madam bitch, hoes on the strip. Yeah, it's politics, politician shit. Hollywood madam bitch. Well, I mean, uh, just what do you think? Um, <laughs> my monitor went out. I didn't even oh, see it. Oh, 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 shit. oh okay. All right, that's too bad. Um, there's so, a. So, how do you feel about the rhyme skills? Yeah, like give the, us like your you know wordplay mm, uh, choice lyrics. of you know the. Rhythm, K, uh, real good breath control. Um, and what? <laughs> what so, what about this dude though? Okay. This, this dude's okay. dope. Check him out. Machines were thin. Machines were thin. I got a gun. I got a gun. Yeah, I got a gun. Terminator gun. Yeah, machines were thin. Machines were thin. T16. 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 100%. T16. Machines were thin. Machines were thin. (laughs) You know, um, I come from an era. I come from an era where a guy went in the studio and said, da ha da Yeah. da And he won. Yeah, I love that song to today. Yeah, to, I remember Still that. to today, I love that song. Yeah. So whatever um, this cat and them young ladies is doing, 
I, I, I wish them the best. Okay. And I would never try to shoot their dreams down because, you know, I think anybody can make it, you know. I yeah. Mean, but, I'm not going to shoot their dreams I mean, down. listen, yeah. if, if you are one of these artists, you just got such an incredible endorsement from Big Daddy Kane. He basically said, you're awesome. So, yeah. That's not what I said. <laughs> I said I'm not going to shoot their dreams down. Okay. Okay. Now, if you had to work with one of these artists, would you work with the first one or the second one that we played you? You have to. Take it. Trying to rake my rap. Trying to make my rap. Trying to practice on my flow. Trying to practice on my flow. Machines within. Machines within. Machines I'm going to say I probably would probably would with with the first one since yeah. I had the opportunity to actually hear them to music. Right. Um, with with this young man is uh, he's doing an acapella, so I'm not quite sure about <laughs> sure. you know rhythmatically man. where he is. So, so I can't really you know speak right. too far on him. Right. Gotcha. You know. um, well, it's a thoughtful thoughtful response. And yeah, very politically correct. Yes. Yeah. Very thoughtful. Diplomatic. <laughs> Who do we have here? <laughs> Another rapper. You're very kind. Yeah. Very. Ride face, put that water on your mustache. Pono swag, hundred G's, Louis duffel bag. Pain pussy, make that dick have a heart attack. Who that is? Riley Reed with my booty fat. Lezzy Les Swag. Pono Cam Dam. Pimp fat bitch. Women and the men. Got the money out the flick. Headed to the... Hmm. Okay. Better? Um, you, I'm, 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 I'm tripping right now because, you know, I have that same blue microphone. What? Yeah, I have that microphone. I, <laughs> I think that's amazing. I have that, I own that same blue microphone. <laughs> You know, and that company is really doing good with their microphone. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, they, they are, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Even like with the little small bluebird one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a Sennheiser, is it? What kind of mic is that? No, Blue. That's oh, the name blue. of the company. Oh, it's yeah. called Blue. Yeah, that's the name of the company is Blue. Uh, What's yeah. the next guy? Because um, the next guy seems like he uh, also had um, had skills too, you know? But there was a, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one of those dudes. They seem they all this way. I was born 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 this way. I was my spirit starts shit. My mind's hot wired. You, you can't blame me for it. You spark my fire. I paid a lot more. I walk a tight wire. I walk a tight wire. I walk a tight Okay, look. <laughs> I'm being honest right now. Yeah. Don't. I'm not even trying to be funny at I all. I understand. Okay. Like if you, I want you to just play it again. But yo, doesn't he his? I mean his voice, not the rhymes, not the rhymes. Doesn't his voice sound exactly like Ice T? Oh, oh let's, interesting. Let's, let's listen to that. Play <laughs> no, no, bring it back. Bring it. Bring it back to the beginning. When he's rhyming slower. My spirit starts shit. Right. My mind's hot wire. You, you can't blame me yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, wow. I heard it. Yes. Like a, almost That's like a, a similar yeah. accent, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, even like with like the, the, the way to, yeah, it's like his voice reminds me so much of Ice-T. Wow. Nick, did you just hear what Kane said? You're the next Ice-T. Congratulations. 
Uh, <laughs> Hey man, they gotta take what they can get, you know. That's what <laughs> I would say. If I was listening to that, I'd be like, "Big Daddy K said I'm icy." <laughs> That's how you gotta spin shit like that. You uh, have to, to go on. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the next time, yeah. I would just, I'd be like, "I'm Big T." I would just switch Big it up. Big T. Like, yeah. Big T. Yeah. Like Ice T's my little brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the next? And then there's Strong that top tea. dog. I want to. I want him to. Um, it's our final one, so because we don't want you to. Um, we don't want to burn you out. Well, I, I think he's probably like, I thought he was like, I don't mean to tell you this, but uh, stop showing me this shit. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, for love <laughs> of God. I can't stop and I won't stop. I make it pop. I make it drop. I make it stop. This is Top Dog here in your ear. Listen to what you're about to hear. Because I'm back for good. And you ain't even Hollywood. Sell it. I mean, got a lot of lyrics. Blunt to a man that is six feet tall on that wall. Yeah, I am, and I don't care what anyone says, because Top Dog is here. So bring it. Okay. Um, normally, I would ask you what you think, Christina, but we have an expert in the Yeah, room. no thanks. I think the expert should answer. I mean, I, I respect his confidence, man. Yeah. God. He said he's Top Dog and told anybody to bring it. So, I mean, you know. He definitely believes in himself. Yeah, man. sure. That's the plus. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else That's will. That's right. And he is from England and, and English is? rappers. Is English? It sounds like he's got a yeah. British accent. Yeah, yeah. And they're very hip now, right? That's Elaine. Well, I mean, you say now. I mean, right. one of the greatest rappers ever, Slick Rick, is from England. I yeah. didn't. Slick Rick's from accent. England? Yeah. I mean, a, shit, we just discovered the, 21 Savage is from there, too. Dude, yeah, are you British serious? British accent, yeah. you know. Moni Love, you know, I mean, yeah. Dude, I didn't know that. This yeah. whole time, my whole life there's, has been a yeah, sham. There's been a lot of amazing hip-hop artists, you know, that's from the UK. Did not yeah. know this. Did uh, did Rick come over as a kid? What? <clears throat> yeah. I'm not exactly sure. No, I knew he was British. Yeah. Oh, God. You, you can even hear well, it when he speaks. Well. Yeah, you sure. can hear it. For sure. Yeah, when he speaks. You won't hear it so much like in the actual perform, like in the... Song, yeah, I'm gonna listen close to closer now for sure. Yeah. All um, right. <clears throat> there's one other. This, oh boy. We're done with lyrics, but now we got to show you some moves. Um, <laughs> you well, you're a very gifted dancer too. Okay. You seen this guy? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen. On that. the ground. Yeah. Put on some shit as your helmet yeah. and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, Jesus Christ. Oh. So put on. Well, can you, will you bring him on tour? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, if I was opening up for Kirk Franklin, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be, uh, one thing I, I totally regret, I have not seen you live. I've wanted to. We've tried to uh, connect on a show out in L.A. I tried to get, get you to one of my shows in uh, on the East Coast, but... Dude, you from because I've done deep dives on your uh, on YouTube from clips of you on uh, at live shows. You are a showman. Like you believe in putting on a fucking show, which I respect the shit out of. Like, I try, man. Thank you, though. No, it's awesome. Man. I mean, I feel like because uh, like I've seen you do fucking like a lot of today too is I think um, in hip hop. Not not to say that everybody falls in the category, but a lot of people just will pretty much like stand maybe move a little bit but you'll you guys you'll have dancers you'll dance you you do you think that's part of because of you grew up 
watching showmen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the days, I remember going, I mean, doing a show, um, Low East Side, Manhattan, and Dougie Fresh came. <laughs> and he, he watched the show. And afterwards, um, you know, like everybody was like telling me how good I did. So I asked him, you know, how was it? And he was sitting there telling me what he thought I did wrong. He was like, you know, I was cool, but you know, why you didn't do, why you did, why did you stop it? You know, and you know, right there, I'm like, okay, yeah, old, old school dude hating, yeah. whatever, man. But then he asked me to come um, hang out with him. You know, we went back to his crib and he pulled out um, some videos uh, from Earth, Wind & Fire, Pink Floyd, and Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And was showing me these videos and talking about stuff in here that he's seen them do that he, you know, um, transformed into a hip hop form uh, f- to use on stage in hip hop shows. And I'm like, he was like, you know, showing me like what he learned from them. So I was like, yeah, it's dope. So that next day, I went and bought um, Marvin Gaye, Barry White, and James Brown videos. Wow. And started studying them, trying to see stuff that I could, you know, change into a hip-hop form right but you believed in like hey man you're at a show yeah Yeah. well i mean you know it's like this if you have an album out yeah okay that's for the people to listen to if you put on a show and you stand there and all you do is just stand there and do the songs um on stage then shit all they did was you know see the album right right you know they heard it now they saw the album that's all. Yeah. It was nothing extra, nothing entertaining, you know, to take it to the next level. So that's what I've always tried to do, give you something that you didn't get in the album. That's awesome. Yeah, I respect the shit out of that. Um, finally, do you get any sup canes when you're out there? Do people yell it to you, ever? Oh man, when I'm on Instagram, I was like, because <laughs> when, 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 when was this stand-up again? What year was that? So it came out in uh, 2014. 2014. Yeah. Okay, it's 2019, and I can sit there on my Instagram and just <laughs> go through the comments, you know, sexual chocolate, oh yeah, Kane fan, you know, Dark Gable, Kane fan, yo, you still in my top three, Kane fan, sup Kane, Segura <laughs> people. Sup Kane! Yeah, still out there, I'm happy about that. Man. Yeah, all the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah, and people don't, uh, uh, we, um, Cause it was a great thrill for me too. Like the, when you responded, when I heard from you, we collaborated on a shirt. People don't know that we like, we collaborated on a shirt. Um, that sold out like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I was just having a conversation with someone last week about you about, and that's what I was telling them. I was like, I said, well, listen, um, let me, um, put it to you like this. I have my own big daddy Kane t-shirts that I sell on my site. And up until this point, I think I may have sold about um, 2,500. I was like, yo, me and this dude put out a t-shirt that was <laughs> gone like by the end of the week. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, so yeah, to answer your question, he's a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit moved, man. Um, um, any, uh, is there anything else? Uh, there's no other video, right? Uh, I have okay. one question. Yeah, go I for may. it. And if I don't ask it, I'll just kick myself. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Can we talk about Madonna? I thought we did, but go ahead. You know what I mean, though. Oh, no, no, no. Nothing never happened between us. Uh, what? 
No, no. <laughs> really? Uh-uh. You swear? I promise you, nah. Oh, man. This whole time, for years, I've thought for sure. The white boys at school don't have dicks like this. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I just really like to suck cock. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, but what not. are you going to do? So, no. nothing happened. No. Damn. I mean, did you? Did we at least try? Was there even? Was there any attraction? Of course he tried. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I thought that she was a sweetheart and down to earth, and you yes. know, you know, so, shows so much love. But I mean, you know, I was, I was there. I was, <laughs> I was there. I to mean, work, it looks know? like you guys got along yeah. in that picture. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was there to work, man, and I mean, you know, I was just trying to keep it professional. Sure. And I mean, you know. This is something that's been going on for, you know, um, years throughout the industry. It's a question I get asked a lot. And, I mean, it, it, it kind of hurt my feeling a, a, a little bit, you know, because, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, shit, I'm Big Daddy Kane, man. If I did do something with her, she would have told you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. Um, no shit. I tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, for sure. God. <laughs> Well, come on, it's Big Daddy Kane. Well, She's yeah. Right. Look, uh, you, there's other rooms in here if you want to go. <laughs> no, somewhere. I'm married. Jesus. <laughs> so, um, can't take her anywhere. Um, oh, this is what I want to ask. Uh, for, just for the listeners, viewers, um, are there any dates coming up you want to plug? Anywhere that uh, people should look for live shows, anything like that? Um, yeah, you asked me something that I can't even answer offhand. But you'll post but, um, it on Instagram. But yeah, I always post on Instagram. I'm um, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook at um official Big Daddy Kane. There it is. It's just at Big Daddy Kane on Twitter. And for for any um upcoming dates, it's all on my website, bigdaddykane.com. There you go. Okay. Official Right? Um I think it's both. Is it? It's both. Yeah. Cuz I'm on your Instagram right now. And uh that's very official. funny too on the gram. Yes. Yeah. I like your posts. Yeah. Um, uh, go see him live. I mean, this is like hip hop legend, amazing lyricist, great guy, hilarious guy. Thank you very much for coming today. Thank man. you so much. No, nah, man, it. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, man. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. All yeah. right. We'll take you guys out. We'll see you next week.
where the Trans Canada paved its last section. Woo! -hoo!